Joey! My God, some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, cake. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. Uh, I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga! Those boys are heard. Games! <laughs> Games! <laughs> That's fucking great. Games! You kind of downplayed your intro for, for this episode uh, over email today, and, and, and but you delivered. Oh, yeah? With uh, yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles telling you not to do drugs? And then right into some NKOTV. Because, you know, that whole concept wasn't drug-induced at all. It's like... <laughs> You had to be on drugs to come up with that fucking idea. Tur Teenage Mutant Ninja yep. Turtles. Uh, that reminds me of a poster that I saw at Amoeba Music in Los Angeles that said it was the Mutant Ninja Turtles and it said, say no to drugs, say yes to pizza. <laughs> nice. So, uh. That, you know what? Everybody should be following that, uh, that creed of them. Of course. Of course. Why would you need drugs if you have pizza? Exactly. Uh. Do you this... have any, have, have you had any good pies lately? Uh, have I had, uh, you know what? I've had a couple of good slices. <laughs> okay. But I haven't, uh, I haven't enjoyed a pie in a while. I, I think it may be, it may be time. And you? Well, out here, out here in Saint, in Saint Vital, we got, uh, Za Pizza Bistro out by the mall. Uh, right by the, uh, by, by the, by the Wendy's there. And, uh, it's fucking tight. Is it new? It, it's, it's, yeah, well, like it's wood fired and you, you all choose what you want on it from so many options you know it's like 11 bucks for a for a pizza it's great you know winnipeg is really taking steps forward <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's uh it's the mezzanine sleepover by the way everyone episode 97 97 mezzy 97 can't believe it the countdown continues yep to our 100th episode where we will celebrate by probably reviewing music or wrestling <laughs> exactly we did a we did a show uh, for our 25th where we did a clip show. I'm thinking we may have to do either a clip show or a show where we review our intros. I would like that. That would be great. Um, yeah, that when we did the 25th anniversary, that was that that was such a rip. <laughs> it really was our 25th anniversary spectacular with all <laughs> here are the clips, our favorite We've clips. Had 25 shows. What was your favorite moment? Oh, great! Uh, we, all, we all wasted, uh, like wasted an opportunity while we were in studio, like live uh, in, in in living color together, and and wasted it on a clip show. <laughs> uh, I am your pal. My name is Alan, but on the twets, you can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Or dirty sleep. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> I'm at megamix.com. 
uh, all one word on the Twets. In case so, you all yeah. didn't. In, ca- in case y'all didn't know, by the way, uh, we are uh, in two different cities. I know anyone that's listening to this probably only does it because they are one of us or they know one of us. But uh, that's right. But if you're not, uh, we should reveal. We talk a lot about Winnipeg. You are in uh, Winnipeg, but I'm in the lovely city of Toronto. And you know what? It's awesome here. Oh, I know. <laughs> Every day is you're better than the last. Yourself. I am. I am <laughs> tremendously. I'm- I just enjoy how how Winnipeggers get so mad at you. Uh huh. <laughs> well, like you're in Toronto and they're so jealous. I know, right? The I m- the best uh, comeback that I gave to a Winnipegger, they were like, "Hey, uh, enjoy your tiny apartment that you uh, the only thing you can afford with the rent." And I was like, "Well, I'm not in Winnipeg, so I'm never really in my apartment." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Hey, you know, you know what? I I, I I might as well just be a bed. You know, yeah, exactly. I'm never there. I party so much in Toronto. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Though I fucking I fucking kid on Winnipeg, but you know I love it. Well, you're from Winnipeg, so. and that's what people need to remember is that you have spent a, you know, you you grew up in Winnipeg, you've moved away and come back multiple times. But you know, you, so you're, as, but being a true Winnipegger, you are allowed to to uh, to bag on the city because it's <laughs> uh, it's well deserving. Exactly, of being bagged on constantly. <laughs> bagged. <laughs> I've never I've never moved away. And uh, so you know, it's uh, it's. But I I do allow that uh, that you can say whatever you want. Anybody can say what they want about Winnipeg. It's fantastic. Uh, it's a great fucking city to live in. We're uh, shortly going to get to our main event where we're going to talk about Camp Cucamonga, which you made me watch. I'm going <laughs> to say that I was forced. Well, I gave you a couple of options. Nope. And uh, <laughs> before we do that, though, you know, we, we're going to we're going to catch up a little bit. I think, by the way, it's uh, the 10th of July. You'll probably be listening to this on the 11th or, you know, yes. two years from now when you accidentally stumble across this looking for something better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I uh, what do I have to say? What do I have to say? I saw a picture today of the development that's been going on for the True North Square. And I have to say, like, fuckers move fast. Yeah, it's looking good. I thought. You know, I, I'm going to be back in Winnipeg in September. I thought maybe they'd have, like, a hole that they'd excavated there. But no, it's, like, fucking oh, building no, up giving, already. It's giving her. You know, that's what happens when you put those private dollars into it. Maybe, you know, there's some public dollars that, that were given back for the land. But yeah, you put some private dollars yeah. into something. I remember when that fucking museum took... And, I mean, of course, it's a it's a massive undertaking. But that museum took, like, ten years to go up. And then the fucking Ikea is up in, like, six months. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. But you know that yeah, that no, True North Square is looking good, and it's it's got uh, you know it's got the perfect name for 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 uh, Winnipeggers. So I I fully expect them to be supporting that uh, that square uh, coming out in full force, and uh, you know um, uh, using it and using the uh, amenities uh, therein, and uh, you know I, I fully expect them to put their 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 money's where their money where their screams are. <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna have little like they're gonna have little TV screens there for people to watch the games, right? I guess so, but as if they're not gonna charge you to go stand there and watch. You did you love in their little promo video when they show the fans and they all shout True North? Ugh, disgusting. Um, nothing's going <laughs> makes you want to puke, gorilla. <laughs> uh, nothing's been going on with the Jets because the draft is over and free agency is over. And um, did we well, talk I mean, about we talked about the draft and not free agency, right? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, free agency. The some actual stuff was actually done. So, I'll give it a uh, I'll give it a uh, a mild thumbs up. 
well, I don't even care. I don't even care if Kulikov isn't isn't very good. I at least there's something. At least on day one of free agency, they're like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna spend a bit of money here. Yeah, good for them. And uh, they signed Mason, who uh, was in Nets when we uh, when we checked out some Hawks earlier. Or back, well, we back were pleased in... with Mason. Yeah, so good for him, you know? I'm pleased with that. I mean, I'm sad for our, you know, our favorite, Hutch. I mean, come on. Oh, poor Hutch. But, you know, uh, we'll have to just go see him on the Mias. Well, you will. If they sign him. I mean, isn't he, isn't he a free agent? I think so, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, who else is signing him? Hutch. Like, honestly, if, if they come to him with, like, a $50,000 contract, he's probably signing it. Just remember, remember this city, though, where they're like, and Hutch, he's a he's a beauty. What a find! He's, a, he's an AHL quality goalie. And most people are like, yeah, he's not. We're back. Well, it's okay. He had a little bit of a hot streak for a few games, like two years ago, and it was like Hutch, the future. Oh, it was like all oh, rookie, all rookie team. Here we go. <laughs> Can't no goals allowed in shootouts. Magic man, Hutch. <laughs> Hutch. Yeah, we cheered for Hutch big time at that game. That was great. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else. Do you have anything that uh, that's new? How was the How was the beach? Oh, it's good as always. Well, I mean, we have we have, we weren't out very much. Uh, my son is out there with my mom and dad right now, so it's all we're all like childless for the week, uh-huh. which is interesting. We all you can all talk loud and go out and do things. It's great. Swear words, uh, walk around in your gatch. Oh, I did that already. <laughs> I already walked around on my couch. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, we went out there for the weekend and then my parents came out and then we got the hell out of there. But yeah, they got, they, they reopened the arcade. So, uh, I'm very excited. Are there any other games you There's, showed? It's all garbage. You showed WWF superstars on the, I, uh, I showed superstars. Our superstars on the Twets. Now, where, what other games are in this arcade? There's a couple of, uh, pinball machines. And not much else. I'll be honest. They, there needs to be some work done here. They need they need to add a few more uh, a few more uh, uh, cases, a couple more machines, because uh, Superstars is about it. Uh, I went. We need to get some classics in there. Uh, for a workouting, we went to a bar slash arcade called Tilt in Toronto. Oh yeah. It's uh fucking all free games. There's about forty of them in there. Like you on some nights they'll make you pay like two dollars or five dollars cover or whatever, but then it's all free gaming. Yeah, and we're talking like all the old nice. school games, you know, Bubble Bobble, Pac Man, Donks, <laughs> Donks. <laughs> lots so of, you played. You must have played so much Bubble Bobble. Lots of lots of pinball. Oh yeah, and and I was of course I was there with uh, you know quite a few people my age, but quite a few people like way younger. So I'm <laughs> teaching them about Bubble Bobble. Of course I'm you like, are. okay, you have to trap them in the bubbles. Now jump and pop them and then get all the treats. And then I would all That's awesome. I would steal all the treats. That's awesome. So greedy. Well, I started my I, I had I had a project on the go for a while. I just finally started compiling all the um emulators and all the games that I wanted. Yep. And so I've, you know, started getting it on the on on the computer. I I'm just starting on, on the home PC and then I'll port it over onto onto a like a Raspberry Pi and then stick it into a uh Stick it into a uh, like an old Nintendo, but yep. um, this is stage one, and uh, so I had to go buy the controller because I'm like I can't keep using this fucking keyboard, and uh, so yeah, I started playing some. I started with NES, and uh, it's great except for it's all these uh, these websites now all ha- can't post downloads of Mario games because they're all they've had copyright violations. Oh, wow. so you can download everything else, but not Mario. It's all because. Nintendo while still wanting to make money off of it. Well, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I don't mind. It's fine. But I was a little disappointed. But 
playing some punch out. Oh yeah. Pretty good. Have you fucking some, uh, Tetris? Have you been playing against Super Macho Man yet or No, no, no. I've uh I've just played just played a little a, l- a little bit here and there. Some Contra. My uh my greatest accomplishment awesome. in the year that I lived in Edmonton was uh figuring right. out how to beat Punch Out. Of course. Fucking putting Mike Tyson on his arse. <laughs> we all winks at you. Honestly, Super Macho Man was way harder than uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know, Mike Tyson, he had the one-punch knockout for the first round, but if you dodged it, then he was pretty easy. He'd give you a little wink, and you'd fucking punch him in the <laughs> face. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Super Macho Man with his fucking Macho Man punches. So hard. And that guy was so so much on the juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so juiced up. Super, ma- super Macho Man. <laughs> what are you fucking snacking on there, bro? I got some hauls going. Now, I'm, oh, a fuck. Under, I'm a little under the weather. Oh, well, poor guy. Yeah, look at me. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I've been playing some old school video games. I'm going to get all that shit. I can't, wait to get, I can't wait to start the arcade series where I can get all snow bros. Oh, fuck yeah. And uh, Gals Panic. I was <laughs> describing Gals Panic <laughs> to people. <laughs> like, oh, it's too bad they don't have Gals Panic here. What, what, what's that? Well, and I love leaving the twist, leaving the twist till the end. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a little guy and you, you reveal parts of a picture. And when you reveal enough of the picture, you get points and move on to the next level. And, uh, the pictures are naked ladies. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so you want to talk about this fucking thing you made me watch? (laughs) So we were looking at a review and I had a few ideas and, uh, one of them was, um, I want to, I want to, it's a made for TV movie. Uh, it's called Camp Cucamonga, as you've seen in the, as you alluded to earlier, as our wrestlers would have seen in the, um, when, before they clicked on it, it is the title of the episode. Yes. Um, Camp Cucamonga was a made-for-TV movie that first aired on NBC in, uh, on September 23rd, 1990. It's a camp movie. And I thought, what better time to, you know, review a movie about camp, you know, early in the summer. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're gonna, it's, it's fucking terrible. And I, I think I think it's going to be fucking fantastic. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I, I had no idea that this existed. Really? I had no idea that this existed. And uh, so it was like truly a first-time experience for me the whole way through. I'm like, why, what? All these, all these fucking 90s, early 90s or uh, late 80s superstars? What a cast. Yep. yep. You know? Well, it's got the all-star teenage cast, right? Well, so it's, it's got pretty, uh, it's got some pretty good uh, adults in there too. Maybe you know all in the decline in their careers, but the adults too. Oh, except for one who ended up becoming uh, kind of the start of her career. Exactly. So we'll get into that, of course. But for me, I, I, I did watch this when it came out. I was, I was thirteen, um, and I was psyched because I liked camp. I never went to camp, by the way, <laughs> ever. Well, wait, I went. I think I went to camp. Like you know, you'd go with school. You'd go to a camp for like two days yep and went to camp red rock in grade six and it was like so much drama <laughs> in two days uh-huh. and so i you know i read books about camp and uh and so i i i was always interested in things about camp so camp cucamonga comes out with uh, your favorite stars from shows such as the wonder years and fucking full house and it gets uh, i got a little excited and i remember watching it and i remember thinking it sucked and so I was excited to watch it again, and uh, it was confirmed about how bad it was. So I can't wait to get into it. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, the cover, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Now, just as a bonus treat, and you may have had this too, um, I yep. pulled up the Wiki, 
I have also pulled up Rotten Tomatoes, Amazon.com, and IMDb because there are some reviews that I may share. Oh, you have to do that. As we go through it. Uh, The Wikipedia page, if you have not looked at it, is hideous. (laughs) It was written by a child. Oh, it's very poorly written. It's awful. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, it's almost, it's almost, I could almost just read this and that could be the review because it's so bad. But (laughs) uh, the cover of the, I guess the VHS copy of the tape is on the Wikipedia page. And at the bottom it says, the zaniest, most hilarious summer vacation you could ever have. And I call shenanigans. (laughs) Already, already it's false advertising. Yeah, there's no way. There's no, There's no way. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of zanier summers that you could have, and uh, in terms of what, like in a movie or a television show, and there's a lot of them that are much zanier than this. Uh, so, do you want to do you want to run down like before we get into the you know actual review some of the superstars of the cast? Yes, the cast. absolutely. So, so yes. Um, uh, I mean. It's a lot of a lot of different TV stars. So again, I'll I'll take the Wick Eye so that I'm 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 uh, I'm I've got it all kind of lined up right, and I got I got all the names. But uh, we we start out. Um, I guess the characters are this is a this, it's a camp. If you didn't know this already, it's a summer camp. Um, the man, the guy who runs the camp is played by um, John Ratzenberger of Cheers fame, who played uh, Cliff Clavin. Yes. Um, and then he's got uh, he's got some, he's got his and and of course there's these are main stars so one of his, his male counselors is a dude from head of the class yeah i guess what brian robbins so that <laughs> that 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 funny looking dude but he's got a massive mullet and is supposedly sexy and hot um then we got some of the and the other the other camp counselor is uh jennifer aniston yes in one of her early roles now i believe she's coming off of parker lewis can't lose right i feel like she's or no wait no she wasn't in that she was in ferris bueller's day off the tv show okay it was just called ferris bueller but I believe she was either in that the year bef- that 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 year before or right after this. She plays the other counselor and, of course, the daughter of of uh, John Ratzenberger's character. Um, as far as the kids go, we got Chad Allen from My Two Dads. We've got uh, of the, of the dudes. We got Josh Saviano from Wonder Years. Yes, the nerdy dude. We've got Jaleel White. Wait, no, no, no! Isn't Erico. that isn't that Marilyn Manson? Oh yes, that's right, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's right. Jesus. Um, we've got Jaleel White, Urkel. <laughs> did I do that? Uh, did I do that? <laughs> Playing a suave uh, Playboy type character. Yes. Come on. And um, uh, a bunch of other dudes that are uh, not notable, though. Brecken Meyer is in this movie. Yes, he is. As a as a skateboard dude. <laughs> and then on the uh, in the girls' bunk, the main girls' bunk, we got Candace Cameron from Full House. And uh, uh, Dana McKellar from one of years and uh, some other uh, no-name actresses. So yes. uh, we got some big names for the time. We really do. And uh, so and also, as this, uh, we got Sherman Helmsley. Yes, we do. Of, of at the time, Amen, but who was, of course, George Jefferson. And we have <laughs> in a special treat on the box as well in, in big kind of in a, in, a, in a yellow explosion with big uh, with big black writing. G. Gordon Liddy. Yes. So I was psyched because every time I watch WrestleMania 2, I'm like, hey, there's G. Gordon Liddy. Now I get to watch him on Capcom Kumanga, so it's good times. So 
I guess I'll just start. So, so you're the leader of these things. Yeah. I tend to pepper in some stuff. We've got some multimedia today, too, so it'll be nice. Uh, now, I have to admit, um, in my notes, there is a lot going on here. So I think I've got this, but you can certainly clarify. I'm There's probably plenty that you'll want to chime Absolutely. in on. Uh, also, oh, yes. uh, in some cases, I refer to the to the characters as their names in this movie. Sometimes yes. I refer to them as their actual actor or actress names, and sometimes I refer to them in the show that they're most known for. So can I ask, just very yes. quickly, because I know the one, that, I know the one. It's definitely, we're going to be, she's, we're going to call her Winnie Cooper, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm like, sometimes I wrote Lindsay, and sometimes I wrote Winnie. <laughs> okay, excellent. And, you know, um, oh, well, you know, I, I got a, I got an early thought, but I'm going to wait until we kind of talk a little more, because... Because I have a big thought here that it's been bothering me since I watched it. But anyway, okay. only one thing. Well, no, it's it's a different it's a different thought, but we'll 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 get there. All right. Well, me and the Wickeye have the very kind of a very similar first line, so I'll read the Wickeye. <laughs> the movie starts with the teens are on the bus. <laughs> Such great English. All right, that is when the whole gang meet each other. All right, so first yeah. of all, that's not true. Some of these people know each other already, as you'll see. Yes. But yes, uh, we start with kids on the bus, and they are being bad. Well, yeah, because they're they're on their they're on the way to camp, Camp Cucamonga, of course. Um, and yeah, there's all sorts of um, all sorts of uh, naughtiness going on in the bus. Uh, teenagers being teenagers. They are throwing things. There are water balloons, so they're throwing water balloons. They are tripping each other up. They are yelling and screaming. <laughs> and uh sitting in one of the seats is uh is I guess the the studliest camper, Frankie Calloway, <laughs> played by Chad Allen, and his uh, love interest <laughs> and his love interest from the previous year's camp, Amber Lewis, played by Candace Cameron. So I'm I you know, right out of the gate, I have to say, I call absolute shenanigans on Candace Cameron holding like the hottie position. <laughs> You I just I, I I hate to be that guy. I don't really want to, but I, I'll just take it back to back then. Even like when I was thirteen, it was like no lay. You know what? I like, like there's, I, there's there's no way. I I like Candace Cameron, but like I I thought that she was cute. I would have never put her in that, especially in the movie where you have fucking Winnie Cooper. Like, come on, please. Yeah, I know, right? And you know, um, so so that that was my first thing where I was like, come on. So, but again, she was the biggest, you know, arguably the biggest star in this, in this, uh, of the kids in this, in this, in this TV movie. So, uh, Frankie and Candace Cameron. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Amber Lewis. They're yes. like, they're basically like, oh, well, you know, we're one year older and Frankie is like, and there are so many things that we can do. And then there's a Jesus. pause. And then there's a pause and then he says something more innocent, but it's like, he's all clearly making plans to bang. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, sitting in the seat in front of them is Winnie Cooper, wearing yes. a badass leather coat, and she basically turns around and tells him to shut the fuck up. It's amazing. Now, of course, when I put it, all this, all the profanity is inserted by me and you. Yes. Uh, this yes. is a movie that was on NBC with teens in it, so they did not actually say these words. But come on. Right. Um, oh yeah. The uh, Wh Winnie Cooper, of course, is a new camper. She does not know anybody, and she is. Uh, you know she's a badass because she has a leather jacket and wears, like, metal T-shirts. And rolls her eyes at everything around her. She's actually, you know what, for the first, like, 20 minutes of this movie, 
it's fucking can't stand her. It's just so much eye rolling and complaining. Yes, exactly. And then wondering why she has no friends. It's like <laughs> you're the least fucking like friendly person in the world. It's like right out of the gate, you're telling people to fuck off somewhere. Uh, meanwhile, also on the bus is uh, again Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Paul, Brooks. Actually, like, what would we call him? It'd be like, it'd kind of be like, 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 uh, cool Urkel. Oh, Steve Urkel? <laughs> Stefan Urkel. Stefan yes. Urkel, yeah. Es- essentially, yes. Yeah, so it's Jaleel White. His character's name is Dennis Brooks, and he has a thing for. <laughs> now, the Wiccan calls her Jennifer. No last name. Yes. Uh, nope. <laughs> played by Tasha Scott. Tasha Scott of, let me see. Uh, let me read Tasha Scott's full bio on Wikipedia. <laughs> yes. Scott acted in several productions in the 80s and 90s. She appeared in a number of television shows, including Snoops, South Central, and The Parenthood, and in movies such as Troop Beverly Hills, Kiss Shot, and Camp Cucamonga. She also played the role of Dorothy in the U.S. national tour of the musical The Wiz. She also played Effie in Season 3, Episode 12 of Quantum Leap. The end. Yeah, not a not a very uh, not a solid resume. Hey, more than I did. Well, that's true. So she's acted in more things than you. So he he basically fucking Urkel lays some game on her, and she is all good with it. Oh yeah, and he just slimes all over. Exactly. Uh, the Wiccan says, uh, "Let's see here. Th- this is when the whole gang meet each other. Jennifer is seeing what is happening in her life. That is when she meets Dennis." They meet each other and fall head over heels in love. Meanwhile, Frankie and Amber talk about how they are older as boyfriend and girlfriend and can now hang out more often. <laughs> then, Lindsay interrupts the couple, telling them to be quiet since the whole bus isn't interested. That's right. Amber ultimately fires back, telling her to mind her own business. This right. is, by the way, this is three lines of what looks to be about an 11-line review that's been devoted to the first, like, two minutes of the fucking movie. <laughs> Best Wiccan ever. Uh, so, anyways, um, also, then they pay, they go to the front of the bus, and I'm like, is that Jennifer Aniston driving the bus? Yeah, Jennifer is driving the bus. Exactly. So the counselor, she drives the bus. Exactly. So... Uh, they get to Camp Cucamonga, and they have this scene where the bus is arriving, and they kind of have this, like, pan across... Well, now, hang on a second. You're getting ahead of yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you're forgetting is, first of all, we meet Max Plotkin, which is... Uh, <laughs> which is... Jo- What's his name? Josh Seven... Paul from Wonder Years. Yes. Uh, without the without the dork glasses. But he's still quite dorky. And uh, the cool skateboarder kid, played by Brecken Meyer. I guess Cody? Yes. Uh, shakes up a can of soda and, and, and sprays it on him. Well, then what happens is is that the cool dude fucking counselor, played by the head of the class guy, was riding up beside the bus on his motorbike with a chack on the back. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And they all start, the kids all start hooting and hollering out the window. And he's blowing kisses to Jennifer Aniston. And then someone throws a, uh, a fucking water balloon and it hits the lady, the lady friend on his bike. And so it's a big, it's a big thing. Uh, let me just uh, continue with Wickeye. <laughs> then Cody spills soda on Max Plotkin. Lindsay sticks up for Max by tripping Cody on his skateboard. Because of this, Max falls head over heels in love with her. Heels, <laughs> by the way, head over heels, as in H E A L S. 
That's amazing. Then a biker, Roger, flirts with Ava. The two end up having an apples to oranges relationship. No! What the fuck does that mean? I guess because they're like apples and oranges. They're so different. So, Um, yeah, what I wanted to just get in one more. There was actually one really good line at this point. When Winnie Cooper trips uh, fucking, uh, like, it was Josh from Road Trip. Yep. (laughs) He trips him. And he gets up and he's all like, you're lucky you're a girl. And he and she says something to the effect of, "Yeah, I'm not. If all the if all the dudes are like you, or something like this, yeah, I'm not lucky. If all the dudes are like you, I was that was a solid bird." Uh, so they get to the camp and they do this like long shot of like you know scanning across the the entrance of the camp as like buses and shit pull in, right? Yes. So it's full of like fucking kids playing, like literally in traffic, and yep. there is you know uh, kind of the the. The soundtrack that's playing is kids singing She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain. I'm just like, who does that? (laughs) Like, did you ever, you know, during fucking recess or something, like, ever in your life have fucking sing-alongs, like, with your friends? Never, ever. I feel like that would never happen. Um, No. So then uh, there's a, you know, uh, fucking (laughs) Paul from Wonder Years keeps hitting on Winnie. And, oh, yeah. And he's all fucking proud of himself because uh, she gives him a little bit of attention. And so he's yep. kind of he kind of leans up against the, the bus. And there's oh, I don't know which kid it is, but there, there's, there's like a kid who's been eating donuts the whole ride. There's like the fat, the, 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 the fat kid who likes to eat. There's like the fat kid who isn't fat, but yep. they establish that he's fat because he's just eating all the time. Anyways, he yep. barfs out the window all over Paul, which you don't see. It's off camera. It's implied that he's barfed all over him. When they when the camera cuts back to him, he's like he's like toweling off his hair, but there's nothing else on him. And I'm thinking that is like the most precise fucking barf ever. <laughs> it all just lands on his head, goes nowhere else. Exactly. Dude was scarfing donuts the whole ride. <laughs> so the name of the uh, head of this camp, Marvin Schechter, or as he's known, I believe, in the movie, is Colonel Marv. Yes. And it's Cliff from Cheers. Yep. He comes and he addresses the camp and he's like, oh, we're going to have the Battle of the Bunks. <laughs> uh, this is apparently just some sort of competition between different teams. And the winning team gets to go into town. Yeah, and that, every that's me- literally it. Well, and then the kids are kind of like, all right. And then he's like, and you get 25 bucks each to thunderous applause. Uh, he then is like, let's do the Camp Cucamonga cheer. And he fucking dances on the... He's standing on a dock, but then he all fucking falls right through the middle of it and into the water. High comedy. Well, he does a big he does a big stomp at the end, and the, and, and the dock collapses underneath him. It's hilarious. <sighs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what we then establish is, is that like that he, he's just recently purchased this camp. It's always been his dream to own a camp. So take that for what it's worth. You uh, then find out that Ava, Jennifer Aniston, is his daughter. Uh, yes, yes, that is right. Uh, Wikipedia. Now that the gang have, now that the gang has all met each other, the members are <laughs> Camp Huck Frank. I'm sorry, Camp Hunk Frankie, Camp Queen Bee Amber, Camp Rebel Lindsay, Camp Klutz, aka Nerd Max, <laughs> Camp Hip Dennis, and Camp Rapper Jennifer. <laughs> what the? 
fuck is that? The kids arrive at Camp Cucamonga. There they meet Marvin. He announces they're going to have a battle of the bunks. Okay, so don't read the next line because this whole movie becomes really problematic in a few minutes. But I, ha- I can't help but talk about this Wikipedia, this Wiki entry where it's like, why is Jennifer the camp rapper? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know she's she can dance and sing, but come on. <laughs> That's terrible. uh, So uh, I then write in my notes, Winnie Cooper is a badass. You can tell from her Cinderella and Metallica posters by her bunk. I know. That's (laughs) fucking awesome. She puts up. I love how they all put up like they and they're going to be out there all summer. And I get it. We used to go out to the beach, uh, out to the cabin every every summer. And it's like, you know, day one, July 1st, you'd be out there and it'd be like posters up. Everything set the way it needs to be. So I get it. But those are some badass posters. Um, Cinderella. Yeah. Now, uh, Marvin, again, the head of this camp, he is expressing concern because he knows that inspectors are going to be coming from an organization known as the Camping Society. <laughs> like, you get all the writers together and that's the fucking best you can come up with? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the kids... Maybe maybe the same writers wrote the Wiki entry. <laughs> one of the kids in the boys' bunk, his name is Troy, he is a jock. He brings all of his fucking sports trophies. He's got a bag. He's just pulling trophy after trophy out to stack on his on his little cubby. Uh, so then there is a scene where the girls are going to go take showers. According to the Wikipedia, then the girls are, are going to take showers. Yes. Uh, Amber makes fun of Lindsay by telling her if she takes a shower, it will spoil her image. <laughs> and the other girl says something like, that she won't be able to get the slime off of her. They're just all mean to her, but again, she's like totally bitchy to them for no reason. <laughs> she really is, but I, I love the, the, the insinuation that she has too much slime and she won't be able to wash it off. Yeah. Um, That's so, awesome. So now, by the way, the Wiki skips a whole bunch of stuff here, but basically uh, the boys see that the girls are headed to the shower and they have a, let's see, Max has a uh, uh, call it periscope not the yes. word? Yeah. They have a telescope. Telescope, yeah. periscope. <laughs> telescope. And they also have a camera. Like a yes. video camera. So they plot to go and film the girls showering. So what they have is, first they have the, they have the telescope and they're checking out things at camp. And then, of course, the, 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 the cool man counselor comes and he's all checking out the bodacious babes, right? In their, in their swimsuits. Yeah. And then they notice that the girls are walking to the showers. And, uh, yeah, so they, they devised a plan that they're going to spy on them in the showers, I guess. Well, and they have a camera. They're going to film it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Max has, he has what appears to be a, some kind of like waterproof video camera. And he has some kind of a contra- other contraption that you can attach onto it. And they, they go to the, to the showers and conveniently there's like lattice work along the, along the, uh, along the bottom. Like underneath, so you can climb underneath the showers. And then there's this grate that appears to do nothing. It's just there specifically so dudes can spy. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no other reason for it to be there. And they, of course, you know, get the, the camera up and start filming. All And the girls are singing. What are they singing? Do you remember? They are singing. This is yes. one of multiple scenes in this movie where there's... You've noted this before where this has to be written by boomers because kids would never do this. Uh, yeah. They are singing You Can't Hurry Love. Well, and you know, okay, so later on they sing I Saw her standing, saw Him Standing There. That's a Tiffany song from the time. 
Yeah. So I'll give that one. This one, well, you know, Phil Phil put out You Can't Hurry Love. Yeah. So maybe that's where they heard it. Maybe it, it was Phil. So they're singing like it to together in the shower? Yes. I and mean, these are all like 13 and 14 year old girls, by the way, everybody. You know, to all our female listeners, tell us, did, would this ever happen, please? Where you're all like just stark naked, all singing together in a shower? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the guys. I, I have a feeling that the answer is no. So the guys get kind of discovered. Like it, the girls realize that there's someone there, but they don't take any time to figure out who it is. They just throw water. Uh, into this drain and the guys get wet and then it's never spoken of again like the fucking peeping tom incident is never mentioned the girls never report it the guys who are all wet and are clearly came like i honestly they should have been kicked out of camp of course they should have but nothing no like, consequence like they should have been investigated but a camp kukamanga i guess it's okay well kukamanga is what uh native for fucking perverted boys well, according to the uh, camp director, the running gag is that it's it, it Kukumanga stands for many different things in many different uh, 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 languages. So, yes. Yes. Uh, so then uh, everyone's going to sleep. But then uh, I guess one of the counselors realizes that uh, Winnie Cooper is sleeping outside because her bunkmates hate her. And I wrote because she's a bitch. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so then we get up in the morning. And it is breakfast time. Uh, and Marv uh, makes them sing the camp song during breakfast. And I, uh, I then skip a whole bunch of stuff, I think. Because the next thing I write is, a motorcycle crashes through the horse stables. So... So the, the 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 cool I don't I I can't remember I watched this last night by the way okay and I just don't remember a bunch of stuff happens um, the usual kind of things um, I believe that uh, like the the food's disgusting uh, what they end up hearing the boy the guys here's my favorite part of this movie so they're eating you know they're eating their 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 breakfasts. And what, what ends up happening is, is that, is that Marv, the, the, and his wife, they're, they're, they're talking about how they have to, um, you know, there, there's going to be an inspector coming and they're a little worried. So he's like, get those, get those steaks ready. <laughs> Cause they're going to serve steak to this, to this inspector. Yes. And of course the, the guys in, 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 in Sycamore, which is the, uh, the, the boys, the main, like all the stars, they, they live in Sycamore and that's, that's their, their cabin. They hear this. And of course, Get really excited about steak, by the way. I know, right? It's like they're practically fucking salivating all over themselves. And again, like, I'm sorry. At at 13 years old, like, I liked steak, but it didn't excite me. Like, if you're at, (laughs) if you're at summer camp, I mean, the food, it's always kind of the joke that the food is crap, right? They've been there not even a day. But, (laughs) but. It's the second, it's the first day of camp. They're like, the day before, and they're already like so hard up for food. But the other thing is, you know, when you're that age, usually, like, hot dogs and hamburgers are just as good as steak. Yeah, you'd be more excited about, like, oh, they have fries. Yeah, but they're, like, like... a bag of chips. <laughs> they're, like, dogs are, like, steak? So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so Marv has steaks prepared because he wants to uh, show off to the inspector who may be showing up. And then they just have a montage of things, including, like, again, the, what's his name, the cool counselor, um, taking one of the girl counselors and and letting her drive his motorbike, and she all can't do it, 
and they just crash into stuff and hilarity ensues and i guess they it's crash supposed to be funny so many things yeah yeah it's like it's like a big thing where they just keep they crash into the stables they 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 I, I can't even remember all the things that happened but in the end they 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 come roaring by this the dock that's been rebuilt by by Marv and his daughter which is Jennifer Aniston and they come roaring by so he gets onto his little golf cart to 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 pursue them but of course it's in reverse he ends up backing all the way off the dock into the water ah uh, more hilarity uh more hilarity yes uh, uh, so the, uh, let's see here. So then, um, we get, you know, the next gag is kind of the mistaken identity thing. So Marv is expecting the inspector, uh, to show up. Can I, can I say one thing? Yes. We've been talking about this Wikipedia. This Wikipedia completely mangles the whole plot. <laughs> I'm reading it while we're talking and we're, we've got it nailed down pretty tight. They they are all over the place on this, so yep. I can't wait to, to discuss it because my God. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll tell the story and then we got to go back to this Wikipedia entry because it's terrible. So you can but yes, the inspector. They think the the inspector shows up, but they also want. They also talked about how they're gonna have a handyman show up, and it's like as soon as they say that, you know what joke is coming. Yeah. So they fire the handyman about like fifteen minutes earlier, and he's like this big dork, and there's all sorts of funny jokes about Seven's pay. And he he's like I'm I'm I quit or whatever he gets fired. Handyman, so they got to hire a new handyman, and they're waiting for the inspector to come. So yes, you're right. The joke almost writes itself because starting up in a suit first while driving up in a car comes uh, Sherman Helmsley, uh-huh. George Jefferson as we call him. He pulls up, and like right away he gets out and he's in this suit. And the does he is he talking to the other handyman? I think. Uh, yeah, and, and the old handyman, and he's like, "I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm new handyman, but I just got back from a funeral, I think, so that's why I'm in a suit." And <laughs> it's like the the world's worst setup to the to to the uh, to the um, misunderstanding. Yeah, so he meets so he comes Marv, walking up in his suit. Yeah, and Marv just goes ahead and assumes that he's the camp inspector. You know, doesn't the whole joke like doesn't allow. George Jefferson to explain himself at all. He's just like, nope. And he doesn't reveal that he thinks he's the inspector either. He's just like, you don't need to work right now. You know, relax, have some dinner, you know, you know, stay, stay in my place. And he's basically like trying to wine and dine the guy thinking that he's the inspector. So that's the whole joke there. Uh, So while that's going on, uh, the kids get uh, mail from home on the first day. Of camp on day one, and they kind of explain it away. <laughs> like, like they literally, like they address the fact that that they're getting letters. Like Jennifer Anderson is something like, "Oh, you know, just because you didn't get something on the first day." I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, Who gets letters on the first day at camp? But anyway, so Winnie Cooper doesn't get any letter on the first day, and so at this point, it causes her to have this weird flashback to basically the yes, flashback. Now, now what they've Go. Well, what they've said, they've established earlier, is that she has a picture of her parents in her bunk. Yes. And then, and then Jennifer, the rapper, <laughs> says something how they look like they're nice people, and she gets really defensive. So we know there's something going on. Yes. So here we go with yes. So in the flashback, story. she has a flashback to her mom telling her to uh, that she has to go to summer camp, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> like they don't they don't really reveal more about what's happening at home other than. Uh, Winnie not wanting to go to camp and her mom being like, you have to go to camp. 
Well, and her mom kind of alludes like it's not a good time for me, so you kind of get the feeling that their parents are going through something. Yep. And her mom's totally, like, putting it all on her. Yeah. Forcing her to go to camp. Yeah. So we do get that flashback. She doesn't get a letter. Um, what's what's next? What are we? What are we? Where are we now? Because I know I know there's there's uh the the, the steak theft is coming. So up. I wrote the boys steal the steaks. <laughs> so but... what happens is the guys have clearly been plotting. They want these steaks so bad because they're gonna have, they're going to take their uh, so so Chad Allen and 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 Urkel Stefan Urkel decide <laughs> going to take their ladies uh, out for a steak dinner in the woods. So they they steal the steaks. Uh, and yeah, yeah, so they take the steaks. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Lindsay Winnie Cooper uh, goes to the yes. phone and she calls home. And her mom picks up the phone and she tells her mom that she wants to leave, but her mom says you can't leave, and that's kind of it. So she hangs up. And in fucking struts Max, aka Paul. <laughs> From Wonder Years. From Wonder and walks, years. like, right up to her fucking face. Oh, I know, right? Like, like four inches from her fucking nose. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Like, way too close. And uh, he offers... You know, I have one thing to say. But can I say one thing? Yeah. I'm going to say one word about, about Max, and you'll know. Slam. Am I right? <laughs> I'm right. You're fucking way right. <laughs> yep, anyway. Continue. Especially based on how the story ends with, uh, yep. with these two. <laughs> So he, so he offers, he's like, oh, we got steaks. Like, you want to come and have fucking steaks? And she's like, okay. And meanwhile, the other two dudes are enticing their ladies with the steaks too. Um, and then yes. Paul comes to them and he's like, all right, going for steaks. And they're like, well, there's four steaks and we can't have six of us. So you can't come. Exactly. Slam. It's, so, yeah, it's a double it's a double date, not a convention, I believe is what he said. Yes, exactly. What Chad Allen said. Yes. Uh, so then I wrote, uh, Marv thinks that the inspector is the handyman. So the inspector, yeah. the real inspector shows up, and now he's all disheveled because his car is broken down, and uh, he's looking, you know, in, in pretty bad shape. Big-ass pit stains. <laughs> yeah. So Marv... G. Gordon Liddy, by the way. Yes, and Marv immediately craps all over him. Like... He's just a total fucking oh, yeah. dick. And like you wouldn't you would never you would never treat anyone like that in real life. Ever. No. No. But you know, it's it's a kid's movie, so you have to be over the top. So he's just a total dick and is like, get to work, you fucking bum. <laughs> but basically he a list. here's a list of everything that needs to be fixed. Thinking that he's the handyman, and then of course, you know, the, the inspector is probably like, you know, he looks at it but he doesn't protest. He's like, all right. It just goes away. <laughs> yeah, away I go. Uh, so now we get the uh, the line that you sent me. So the so to set it up, we uh, Max obviously uh, he's gonna he's gonna we don't have him in this one, so I'll explain that part later. But we have we have uh, Stefan Urkel, Jaleel White, and Chad Allen. It's a very short clip, but this this might be the clip of the show. All right, here we go. Tonight's gonna be a night to remember. Oh, yeah. When we get those babes in the forest, it's gonna be nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! Uh, so... What the fuck? We don't really elaborate on what the nastiness is gonna be. (laughs) But you can imagine. But, uh, yeah. So there's fucking Urkel, all lecherous. (laughs) So lecherous! You know? It's fucking disgusting! Um, I should mention, by the way... 
Uh, I think I write this. I write this later, but um, I mentioned here that, by the way, the whole enticement of getting him into the woods is fucking stakes. Nothing else. Nope. No drinks. No sides. No nothing. Just four stakes. <laughs> so Max shows up, of course, and and you know he has a plan. He's been thinking this through. He's like, he tells the guys. He he basically tells them that they don't know how to cook steaks, so they should bring him along. Because he knows how to cook a steak. Yeah, and and he, he also manages to worm his way in. He also says he basically says like, "Do you know what location you're going to go to? Or are you just going to go in the woods? Like, I will find you a really good location." So they agree to let him come along. He's being very resourceful. Yes. Uh, so now uh, there is a cookout happening with the rest of the camp, and Marv disses the inspector yes. again. Well, he won't let him eat. Yeah. So he's. Marv is, is fucking putting so many pieces of food on George Jefferson's plate. Yeah. Just so many hot dogs and hamburgers. And then the inspector comes <laughs> and starts taking some food off of the grill. And Marv is basically like, the fuck the away fuck from that. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, as they're doing this, I just had to note that for some reason in the soundtrack, kind of playing in the background, they play like this terrible wild thing knockoff drumbeat song. Yeah. So, meanwhile, at the cookout with the so uh, Max, Max steals the he steals one of the barbecues. Yes, and he so, just wheels it away. Yeah, and then they and it's like on it's got it's it's one of the ones with food on it, so it's hot. Yeah, he starts just wheeling it into the woods. So he shows up with fucking uh, Winnie Cooper, and immediately, especially the girls are like, "Why'd you bring the bitch along?" Right. Like they're yep. they're unhappy. This this plan, the, again, I don't think it's the greatest plan in the first place. But this plan is starting to unravel right away. Oh, real fucking quick! So they wheel this fucking grill, like I guess, way into the forest. They find a like hot grill. Yeah. yeah, they find a river and they set up the Max's steaks. Max's grotto, as he calls it. Yeah, and Max starts uh, cooking the steaks, and he basically burns them all to a crisp. Yes. He says that they will be burnt on the outside and pink on the inside. They were not. Yes. They were just burnt. Uh, so then they're like, okay, we need to, uh, you know, we need to find our way back to camp. And yep. uh, they end up going in a circle and coming back to where they started and realize that they are lost. Of course. Uh, meanwhile, as, uh, you know, it's shown that they're lost in the woods. Uh, back at the cookout, George Jefferson is telling <laughs> spooky stories to the camp, except... <laughs> When it gets to the scary punchline, he forgets. Yep, and it's like long fucking scenes, and he forgets each time. Yes. And it's hilarity, of course. Uh, meanwhile, back where the kids are lost, they are like, we can catch fish. <laughs> of course. So they use Candace Cameron's pantyhose as a net. Yeah. And they catch this fish, and they all pick up the fish that's clearly dead. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like we caught one. And he fucking holds up a big dead fish. They're so excited about trout. They're very excited about trout. By the way, if they can't fucking, they're, all, they're hungry. They can't grill a steak, but now fish is just a piece of cake. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Uh, so they then sit around a fire. I guess after eating fish, and they talk about how cold and hungry they are. <laughs> now cold, cold. I could understand cold, maybe. It's it's nighttime. But hungry, it's like, well, you were well fed during the day. You just had some fish. Are you sure you're okay? 
Um, Best observation yet. Now we are back at Marv's place, and he tells the handyman, he's like, you can sleep in my bed. I will sleep in the uh, bunk. And then the inspector again shows up at his house, and he's like, he's like, go get out, get the fuck out of here. So again, the running joke, right? Yep. Um. So he um. Let's see. Oh, so eventually, uh, there's a realization that kids are missing. And so the counselors yes. and Colonel Marv, um, and again, the counselors being, what's his name? The, uh, the sexy counselor, Richard, Roger Burke. Roger, yes, Roger and Ava. And Ava. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Let's call her Rachel Green. Yeah, her are like, uh, hey, uh, hey, Cliff, let's go and find everybody in the woods. <laughs> Well, so, the thing is, Roger was supposed to be on, on, on duty, uh, you know, on, on bunk check. And he didn't because he was out, uh, you know, styling a lady. Now, there are scenes, I, we should mention this. So there are two other counselors who Roger's kind of like bouncing back and forth with. But oh, yeah. like, there'll be scenes where he literally like walks out of the forest, like arm in arm with a lady who he's supposedly been banging. And she walks away yes. and Jennifer Aniston's there and he's like, hey, babe, like, let's uh, fucking go out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so two-dimensional and she gives him the time of day like she doesn't date him until like near the end right but she's spoiler she's, alert but she's yeah <laughs> but she's all into it yeah well she's not she's not you know she's she's receptive to it kind of yeah yeah. For, for reasons so, unknown, like we haven't really had many scenes up to this point where he's shown any degree of charm no He's just like a really gross, creepy dude. Yeah, but I guess he's hunky. With a mullet. With a mullet. <laughs> uh, so he's hunky, yes. So they, the three of them venture out to find the kids. Colonel Marv ends up finding the kids in the forest. And the first thing that he sees when he comes across yes. them are bras and panties hanging from the trees. And he's like, oh, I'm too late. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, he finds them. And then they sleep in the forest. Yep. What? Why didn't they? Why didn't he walk them back? I know. I don't get it. But I, no, they I don't fucking get it. No. So they all have fucking. Uh, and also, like, they have sleeping bags. Where did those come from? <laughs> I don't know. Like the kids didn't bring sleeping bags with them for the cookout. There was one. There was one. There was a red one. I swear to God, when they were pulling that, when they're pushing around that grill, there was a red sleeping bag. So weird. So weird. Uh, so uh, he sleeps in the forest with them. And then uh, the next morning, they all head back to camp. And at yeah. this point, by the way, now that we've read all this stuff, I can read the next like line of the Wikipedia. Because this is literally yeah. where it starts again. <laughs> then yeah. all the kids get ready for the cook-off and are suddenly missing and are all found by the camp crew. The camp starts to get bad critics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what really what happens is, is, yeah, go, yeah. go. Well, what they, they get back, and of course, G. Gordon Liddy, you know, uh, has is is not impressed by. He's in a hammock, sleeping outside in a hammock, and uh, he's very upset. He learns that kids were missing all night. He it's revealed that he's the inspector, and they are going to they they have lost their accreditation as a camp. Yes. So, so you know, everybody is dejected, and it seems like all is lost. Yeah, and then... For the next summer, by the way. Yeah, and then Marv goes, and he chases George Jefferson out. He's all rude to him. Like, the fucking dude didn't do anything wrong. I know! He and, like He's, like, super abusive. Like, on a dime. He's like, get the fuck out of here! 
Yes, exactly. Oh, basically, like, like, like chasing him out at gunpoint. Get the fuck out of my camp. Uh, yeah. So now we kind of get this is kind of like the end of the of the the first act of two, right? So they're like the realization is now they're 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 fucked for the next summer because they won't parents won't send their kids to a camp that isn't accredited by the what was it again the camping society the camping society by the way parents who have already sent their kids to camp aren't going to send them yeah. like they're not going to tell their friends or send their kids back no it's that all important accreditation yeah so they've lost it so, so now go and roger feels very bad because he feels a little bit responsible he let those kids kind of go though really the guy g gordon liddy got a pretty bad ride even before that so but he still he feels somewhat responsible, so they start brainstorming ways to to uh, to get another chance. And uh, their first idea is to write letters. Yes. And the letters are terrible. Yes, they are. So then Winnie Cooper. And it's always the same group of kids, right? It's never like any other kids at camp. It's just that well, those, that, those main eight. That's how that goes, right? Like it's the eight kids and a bunch of fucking nobodies and jobbers. Of course. Uh, so Winnie Cooper suggests that they do a rap video because this is 1990. <laughs> the, uh, the the metal girl wants to do a rap video. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a bunch of scenes about them making the rap song. And then we have the rap song. Now, before we listen to the rap song, uh, the Wikipedia yes. says the gang decides to make a rap video. <laughs> the video becomes a hit and is there and therefore is visited by special guest Gordon Liddy. Wait. <laughs> Which is not true at all. All right. <laughs> it's not even close. But yes, here here is one of the main reasons to watch Cap Cucamonga. Take a listen. Here is the rap video. Yes. By the way, so much bass on this. I listened to this earlier. Oh, I know. Ooh. People look at me, they always get jealous. Some people say that I'm uncouth, but everybody knows that I tell the truth. I get curious, even furious. When people put us down, I can get injurious. So don't talk trash about our camp, because I'm here to tell you that it's the chance. By the way, he doesn't talk about the camp at all until the very last line. <laughs> and by the way, my name is Dennis. I'm kind of a menace. The drum beat, by the way, is Bust a Move. Yes. Um, by the way, where is the rapper Jennifer in all this? She's singing. She's not rapping. No, she's not. Excited and delighted, everybody's having fun and you're invited. We're probably never stopping until the end of the day. Here at Camp with the Monday, it's the only way. The girls go deep into their beauty suit, then it's lights out to our beds. We greet when the morning comes. His engine's pumping, that girl's so fine, his heart is fine. Now I'll mention my contention to be happening. Is my intention if you're looking for what's good, then take a little trip. Camp with the Monday is the place that's it. Oh, wow, Jesus fucking Christ! All right. So Worst that's rap ever. So that's the rap video that they make. They have a video, so they're all like fucking rap dancing and fucking jiving by the the front of the camp. I don't know how they produced this video uh, <laughs> at the camp, but they did. Um, it has fucking green screen and 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 uh, wacky fucking video effects. Um, it is a it is a you know semi professionally produced song. 
Like it's it's you know as far as production song production goes, I don't know if if you know when we were fourteen we could have pulled that off without significant help. Uh, and definitely not from Cliff Clavin, right? Yeah, and then uh, I wrote. By the way, before they actually show the rap video, there was a scene where Max and Lindsay, again Paul and Winnie Cooper. Uh, Max tells Lindsay that he yes. wishes that he could win something at camp because he doesn't win because he's a geek. Then he asks yeah. her to be his date to the Battle of the Bunks dance, which he eventually says yes to. And then yep. he sees that she is mailing letters to herself. That's right. So that is important for later. That is important for later. Uh, so now, Paul Pfeiffer. I just remembered his name from one year. <laughs> Paul, Paul Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. There we go. Uh, so now, Max Plotkin. The head of the Camper Society's name is Thornton Bradley. He is played by Richard Hurd. Yes. Uh, who uh, uh, is... I've in, seen him in other movies. Uh, he's got a long filmography here. So good for him. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Sergeant Bilko. So there you go. <laughs> Summer Rental. Oh, that's a fucking cinematic classic. All right. So he, uh, so he is actually the head of the camping society and his daughter is watching the video that is sent to him. And she's like, I want to go to the, uh, that camp. So he's like, well, we better, uh, check this camp out. Well, there was, there's so much rap dancing that's going on. Yeah. Uh, so now they start with the montage of the battle of the bunks. Can I, can I just say one thing about that? I, that I just remembered is that when they're, when they're, Showing the making of the of the video, of them practicing. We do get the seeds are sown of Winnie Cooper and Chad Allen, where where Chad Allen and and uh, DJ Tanner are trying to uh, do rap dancing for the video, and of course DJ can't rap dance, but fuck apparently Winnie Cooper can rap dance like a champ. And by the way, so we see the seeds being sown. Let's that that's a very loose definition of rap dancing that you're using there. They are basically oh, oh, yeah, no, I know. They are basically doing like a, a bad variation of Irish dancing. Yes, like that's literally their move. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's it's terrible, but yes, the 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 seeds are being sown here. Yes. Um. So then, um, what happens is that Candace Cameron is getting jealous. Uh, yes. And so. Um, I guess she gets information. She gets intel from fucking Max about these letters that uh, Winnie Cooper is sending herself. Yeah. And so when the letters come in, she steals a letter from uh, Lindsay, Winnie, to bust her. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you've been sending them to her yourself. And so she she fucking grandstands in front of all the girls just to be a total fucking bitch. And yeah. she opens up the letter and starts reading it, except it's a real letter. <laughs> from her mom. From yeah. her mom telling her that her parents are divorcing. And I just wrote, that's how you that's how you break it to your kid. I know. You're like, uh, this is this is you know, we're divorcing. Let's tell our kids via a letter at summer camp. Yep. Terrible. Uh yeah. So um anyways, they um so now Lindsay's having a bad time. She ends up uh She's all distracted. She gets on a horse to do one of the competitions and falls off right into horse shit, by the way. Like, they won't show the kid getting yeah. puked on earlier, but no problem with her taking a face full of horse shit. Yep. <laughs> by the way, it also this fall, unfortunately, ruins her Motley Crue shirt. <laughs> that, 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 that's a terrible tragedy. Yes. So, so she's super frustrated, so she ends up running away from camp. Yes. Um... The heroes, all the kids, are like, we have to find her. Because now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're best friends, I guess. 
Well, they're all best friends all of a sudden. And um, so a couple things here. The best part is I love I love movies because it's all like the, the 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 battle of the bunks is they team up uh, a boy's bunk and a girl's bunk together. So, of course, these two bunks get put together. Yes, obviously. And then um, and so, yeah, they're they're winning. They're winning big time. And, uh, you know, Winnie Cooper is, um, she's, uh, she's, she's, she can't wrap it up when she, uh, when she, you know, falls off her horse. <laughs> yeah. It now puts them in a position where they can't, where, the, where, the, where, where winning is not guaranteed. But then they all off to go, uh, to go find her. Yes. So yeah. they leave a few of their bunkmates to play a baseball game. Yes. And they go Alone. and find her. Now, uh, let me catch you up on the wiki, uh, or the wiki. Um, and yeah. I'm going to say spoiler alert with the last line that I'm going to read here. <laughs> so let's start. Uh, yeah. Frankie is overwhelmed and therefore begins to take... What the hell? Well, let me, sorry, let me go back a line. Here we go. Then comes time for Battle of the Bunks. Lindsay's letters... Yeah. Lindsay's letters and say they are fake. No, sorry, I got the wrong line. <laughs> Lindsay manages to win all the female activities. Frankie is overwhelmed and therefore begins to take a hangout with her more often. Jeez. Amber grows jealous. Then the girls get letters from their parents. Amber takes away Lindsay's letters and say they are fake. Amber reads the letter and reveals that her parents are filing for divorce. That would be Lindsay's parents. Lindsay, yes. Lindsay sadly runs away in shame. The gang finds Lindsay. <laughs> This Wiki entry is the star of the show. <laughs> it really is. So what really happens is during the search montage, there's fucking rock music playing and the kids all hop on jet skis and fucking are cruising across the fucking lake to find her. Oh, yeah. It's badass. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, the lead inspector dude is there giving the second chance to Marv. And he's watching this baseball tournament and he's super into it. But he's like, hey, where are the kids? And Marv knows that the kids are missing but doesn't want to reveal it so he's like oh there's a pink eye epidemic like that's better <laughs> it's terrible like how would you think that that's oh, a better geez. fucking it's like oh well I, I come up with something and that's what he comes up with uh kids yeah, yeah. so anyways <laughs> they eventually find Lindsay. the kids find Lindsay. she's at the bus station um by the way, I, I guess they just knew she was there because there's no scenes of them figuring this out. It's just they are off on jet skis and then all of a sudden they're at the bus station. Yeah, they they found her. They knew exactly where she was going, it seemed. Yeah. Uh, so they And Lindsay's mom, Winnie Cooper's mom, has shown up at camp. And so her and uh, and Hunky Roger yep. uh, go also to, to, to drive away and find her. And they, go, they also go straight to the bus station. By the way, yes. Uh, yes. The, the kids see her at the bus station and they're like, hey, just come back to camp. That's it. Like, they're just like, come back. Yeah. And at this, at this time, at this time, Lindsay's mom shows up and uh, she talks to her kid about the divorce and yeah. says, you know, like, I will bring you back home. But Lindsay's like, I want to stay at camp. I just wrote, just like that. <laughs> just like that. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. So the kids all decide to go back at camp to camp. They show up at the ball game. And uh, at this point, because they've left their teammates kind of like badly outnumbered, they are down in the game like 11 to 2 or something. 
Yes, it's 11 to 2. You are correct. It is 11 to 2. So then we get a montage of so many kids being terrible at fielding baseballs. Oh, I know. The other team just all turned so bad. They all can't can't get get fucking ground balls to save their lives. Nope. Their hats are fucking flying off. Because they're they're getting so shellacked. Yeah. Uh, So... So the uh, the you know the hero kids make their comeback, but of course it's all tied up, and so fucking Max has to be the last one to go to bat because he's a geek. And during the montage, they show him miss like you know striking out because he's a fucking geek. Yeah, and everybody else is 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 is, is getting big hits, timely runs, not Max. Yeah. So at this point, they're like, okay, he's got to uh, you know it's up to him. The game's in his hands. So. Let me see what Wickeye says. <laughs> oh, God. Now the time comes for the baseball tournament. Lindsay hopes Max will hit a home run. Frankie sees her shaking and holds her hand. Amber starts to get really jealous now. Max ends up hitting a home run and wins. <laughs> so there you go. You know what? Go, please, folks. This is not, this is for real. This Wickeye entry. Is is for real, and uh, you have to check it out because I, it is amazing. I would expect better quality from Wikipedia, please. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so but you know how you know how far in the deep recesses of the Wiki is Camp Cucamonga right up though. Oh, I know, right? Like, there's, like the bots aren't hitting this thing. Now it or, should be, or the or it it should be mentioned what? that Brecken Meyer's character is kind of like Max's nemesis throughout the movie. He's constantly yeah. like tripping him up and calling him a geek. So. He is the pitcher, so he's he's fucking like you know talking shit and then throwing these little underhanded pitches. I know, <laughs> and the dude's been lit up for like nine runs already in, 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 in this inning. So yeah, I don't know why he's so fucking cocky. Yeah, but he is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, so yes, Max hits the big home run, and uh, and so now at this point he's the hero, and then we get yes. the uh, victory dance. Yes. So. All the ladies want a piece of Max at the victory dance. Well, at least two of like, them. Yeah. Two of these ladies want a piece of Max. Because, you know, all it takes is hitting a home run. Yep. And uh, you are no longer a two of them. Yeah. And so uh, he goes to Lindsay, who he's brought to the dance, and basically like tells her that he is like, well, can I see the other ladies? And she's all good with that because she's a fucking geek. Now, by the way, this whole ending to the story, I was I was wrong before. So not slam. No, it's not. Uh, I, I actually, like, because, you know what? Conventional wisdom would have you, like, you thought, like, even I watched this last night, and I'm like, oh, yeah, doesn't he get rejected at the end? He doesn't. No. He He's like, and you know what? He comes off really poorly, too, because he's like, first he spills all our secrets, and then all <laughs> of a sudden he gets such, such a big head after hitting a home run. Yep. Yep. Uh, none of, by the way, like, this movie, none of these kids are terribly likable, to be honest with you. No, none of them. <laughs> not you know, like they're just not. Um, I mean, I mean, the the, the the tro the kid with all the trophies is kind of a goody goody, and he likes sports. And I mean, he's a little bit of a dick, but he's not too bad. The, the guy that eats a lot isn't bad. Yeah, Jennifer the rapper is pretty nice. Uh, and 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 uh, Jennifer Aniston is a, is a solid character. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so he breaks up with Lindsay, and then meanwhile. Uh, DJ Tanner notices that fucking Roger, or not Roger, that fucking Frankie is, you know, still kind of distant. So she takes him aside and she's basically like, let's break up. Yeah. It's all so easy. Yeah. So she's just like, like here's, 
Here's your necklace back. Yeah, so they break up, and then uh, he immediately goes over to Winnie Cooper. And I, I have to say, like, good for him. Yeah, that was he made the right choice. And she is ready to go. And then I believe that uh, DJ and Paul kind of hint at something. Yeah, she just goes over to uh, she just goes over to Max and and you know takes Max from the two ladies that were all all over him. And of course, the running gag here is that the two other girls that they're reoccurring kind of characters throughout the movie. They they never get what they want. They're they're always they're always you know like these other girls always overshadow them. So it's like one final like kind of you know, stabbed to the heart. Poor girls. They're all the way down. They go all the way down the fucking roster to Max. <laughs> and even then he all, he'll, he'll, he'll romps off with Candace Cameron. Well, maybe they can go with the fucking, uh, the fatty dude. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, you uh, so, uh, then, uh, I, I put, they basically all swap and then they go to fucking, uh, hunky fucking counselor, Roger Burke. And his yes. and his floozy <laughs> counselor ladies are like, oh, you should come and dance and do stuff with us. And he's like, nope, I'm a one woman man at this point. And he's picked Jennifer Aniston and again, wisely chosen. Oh, yeah. He definitely made the right choice there. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, good for him. Yeah. You and, know, he you know, and I remember, you know, he, he once said he once sang on my future. So bright. I got to wear shades on head of the class. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he was correct. Um, and then, uh, there's an announcement that the camp gets their accreditation back and everybody's happy. By the way, why would the kids give a fuck about the accreditation? Like, I don't know. They went really excited. I wanted to say about Roger Burke too. Johnny Fever taught him well. So anyway, move on. Uh, I, I, I thought of that way too late. Let me tell you what the Wiki says. Oh, Jesus. The victory dance day is finally here. Amber sees Frankie and Lindsay and pulls Frankie aside. Max tells Lindsay they should see other people and can go steady when they are when they're T H E I R ready. Amber and Frankie break up because Frankie cares more about Lindsay than he cares about her. Well, I <laughs> truth. <laughs> Frank Frankie asks Lindsay to dance with him, and the two are officially a couple. Really, dancing together makes you a couple now. I guess so. Amber offers Max fruit punch and they become a couple also. Well, that clears it up. Max ends up winning the scholar athlete award and Roger and Ava are now also an uh, on also an on <laughs> online official. What the fuck is that? <laughs> an online official. Okay. And uh no mention of the uh of the happy ending. It's just that's the end of the Wikipedia over you. But really the movie's ah. over. They're just like, up, oh, you got your you were accredited. Happy ending. Cam Cucamonga. Listen, can I say one thing? Yes. That this Wiki entry fits this movie so perfectly. <laughs> it's just rambling and pointless and vapid and terrible. It's it's this Wikipedia entry is what Camp Cucamonga deserves. So, well done. Uh, and, you know, I could go look at the, at the edit history. I'm not going to. But um, whoever edited this, well done. And uh, so that's it. What so did what, you think, bud? Um, I can't, like, it fits for this show. Like, if, you know, if it wasn't for the mezzanine sleepover, I would never watch movies like this. So, you know, thankfully, True. we have this yeah. show. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it was uh, it's terrible. Like, yes, it is. Um, oh, I, I should mention, you know, you can ask me what I thought, but uh, a couple of quick uh, reviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Rotten P Tomatoes, 
This critic, Brian uh, Costello of Common Sense Media says, gave it a three out of five. He says, what? He says, silly but sweet 90s summer camp movie has some bullying. Amazing review. Uh, the Amazon reviews are almost overwhelmingly positive. Like, so many positive reviews. No. Five stars. There's wonderful no BVD. Uh, four stars. Good no. times. First of all, the cast is awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 80s idol okay, movie. So, so let me ask this. Okay, so did these Amazon reviews, are they Jets fans? That's what I want to know. I don't know if... It's all... How? How do you look at that and be like, this is great? I mean, look, I enjoyed watching this when I was a kid, too. It's fucking bad. Uh, Sherry, on... This is written over uh, 10 years ago. Five stars, excellent movie. I first saw this movie when it aired on TV when I was a kid. We taped it, and my sisters and I watched it all the time growing up. It is a wonderful and entertaining movie. It's been my favorite movie of all time. No! Oh, 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 no! Uh, now, not everybody is positive about this. Uh, over on IMDb, this review says, Oh, dear Lord, gives it five stars out of ten. Okay. Uh, and they say, uh, This movie can best be described as a can of goofy spray cheese. There are several moments of historically incredible embarrassment, including Candace Cameron giving a speech on coming to terms with the fact that her love flame from last summer is now just giving off sparks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't oh, even know. Jesus. Uh, I, so anyways, that's... It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, two thumbs down. It. Uh, you know what? There were some moments, some laugh out loud moments... But at the expense of the people who made the movie, the people who wrote the movie, and the people who acted in the movie, um, like the 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 acting was surprisingly terrible for some people who should have some chops, but just were phoning it in. And uh, I found, like we said, I found most of the characters unlikable. Um, Jennifer Aniston's character was pretty good. Uh, other than that, they were all pretty terrible people. So it was hard to it was hard to even kind of you know, root for any of them. And uh, I have, I don't think there's a worse character in made-for-TV movies than uh, Jaleel White's character. What a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I just, by the way, had no song prepped, so I just found a song from the early 90s. <laughs> Some world on edge. <laughs> Excellent. Good work. Uh, so there you go. Camp Cucamonga. Hit us up at Neza9Sleepover on Twitter. Tell us what you think. If you have seen this movie, I want to know your comments. And... If someone out there can volunteer well, to yeah. fucking rewrite that Wiki, please do. Um, uh, yeah, this uh, we're we're hitting about an hour and twenty minutes, which is almost as long as the movie. So uh, another another successful podcast, I would say. <laughs> uh, what have we got on tap for next week? Next week we are. Uh, it's one of you. You actually came up with this one. We are going to talk about music. Well, we're going to talk over music. Yes. From uh, the years that the, the two years that we uh, that we reach born in. So it's going to be uh, an extravaganza of the late seventies. It's going to be fantastic. July is our birthday month, so we figured we would do that. And uh, because I had no other ideas, so look for that a week from now in uh, our ninety eighth episode coming up. And uh, again, go to iTunes and give us either one star or five stars, please. Nothing and, in between. Yeah, and uh, hit us up if you want to subscribe on iTunes. Do that, shiz. And go to Mixcloud and look for Mezzanine Sleepover because all of our back catalog is there that you can listen to if you're sitting at your computer. 
Yes, yeah, so are we still on Apple TV? I remember you once posted that. Yes, we are. Excellent. So, you know, listen to us on Apple TV. Uh, it is a thrill ride and excitement. Uh, my name is Alan, but my real name is at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. My real name is at Megamix.com, all one word. Uh, you know, uh, don't talk to me on <laughs> we, Twitter. Fuck you. We'll see you all in a week. Go! All right, ready? Go. Say what?